following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield. Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys. Presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday, you're looking live. Tostitos Championship <laughs> Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. It's 61 degrees. Feels like 58. The high is 73. The low tonight is 51. And today, fellas, it's a sad, sad day in the podcast world because this will be our last yes. daily show. Until probably after training camp, we will go to weekly. We will be on Mondays at 11 o'clock. So that's that, man. Just like the player season ends and they clean out their lockers, we're cleaning ours out today. So any dirty trash bags today. Any dirty laundry you got, just air it on the show. (laughs) Oh, wow. Any beef you got with somebody, Nate, (laughs) Jesse, Kurt. Hell, even Chris, <laughs> y'all got some beef. Let's let's take the let's go. Call us, by the way. We need to hear how upset the fan base is. 888-855-2297. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, this. You feeling any better? Me? Yeah. About what? You know, I'm just kind of getting over the the depression of it all. I what you know, I've had a couple of people tell me this is the worst. This is the worst. Defeat that they've felt since they've worked here. Somebody that works here has been here 13 years. He's like, this one hurt the most. This one didn't hurt me that bad. Really? Did me more. It. It. I think it hurt me knowing the potential at the beginning of the year. But the way that they played about halfway through the season was exactly what this game was. You couldn't clean up the penalties. You, yeah. you knew what the game plan was. You couldn't execute it. You got the offense going, but by the time you got rolling, it was too late. So I mean, I'm I'm not shocked. If you would if this game would have happened the seventh or eighth game of the season, I would be really upset because but the thing is, like the the flip side to that is I think this team had the talent to go all the way. I just don't know why yeah. they couldn't figure it out. Whether think, it's coaching, whether it's players, whether it's scheme, whether it's I just can't figure it out. So. I think that the part, the, your your ending <clears throat> part is the part that I guess hurt me the most. Not hurt me the most, but disappointed me the most. Mm-hmm. Because I thought this team was as well put together from top to bottom. And to have as many players hit, free agents, draft picks, veterans... That doesn't happen very often. Especially around here. You know, yeah. uh, across the league. But mm-hmm. when you get your veterans, your your draft picks, and your free agents to hit. And, and the disappointing part to me was when it was all said and done, I said to myself, it's going to be a while before we get back to that kind of. That group of talent. That kind of uniqueness of being able to hit on all cylinders and then you start looking around the landscape of the league that's why it's so important to strike while your iron is hot because there's so many teams that are coming 
Mm-hmm. Like mm. that you're gonna have to, the new dogs, like like Aaron, Tam, you know, Tom, those guys are getting older, but you know, kind of going into certain primes, you got guys like Patrick Mahomes, but then you got the Burroughs of the Worlds, the Herberts of the Worlds that are coming. You know, I, you know Russell Wilson. Depending upon where he lands at next year, he's still going to be coming. You know what? What is? You know, well, who is Trey Lance? You know, who, you know what I'm saying. You know, right. Even the guys we don't know about got oogles of talent. Right. Even the Mac guys Jones, we don't even know about. Mac you know? Jones, yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of dudes <laughs> right. who are are coming, and you know, has got some stuff behind them. And I just thought, like, we 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 missed a massive. A massive opportunity yeah. to do something special because you just don't get. And, and again, next year you don't you don't know what you're going to have mm-hmm. as a unit. You know, we, we don't know. Not wishing that on anyone, but you don't know the next injury is going to come. Right. You know, you and that's a, that's the other crappy part about this is you finished the season like I don't remember finishing the season ever. You had every single guy on, on the field except Ken O'Neill, but you finished with all of your top dogs. Healthy and playing and ready to go. And to on your point, Jesse, where you don't the talent. I talked to a couple of different people that are that have been here for 20, 30 years, and they said this is the best group of guys yep. as far as the locker room that they have ever seen. And they were here when you were here, Nate, and they were here when Mike was here and Troy. And they said, as far as a whole unit, the way the guys got along, just good people, good character guys, and, and the way that they interacted with each other in the way they were like this was the best group they've had and like you said we talked to will mcclay last night he was on cowboys hour there's 21 or 22 free agents yep. mm-hmm. on this team 21 mm-hmm. yep. so you got to figure at least half of them are gone yeah. probably more and you got what three wide receivers cedric wilson malik turner noah brown yeah and michael gallup and you got gallup. four wide receivers you don't know what's going on with zeke there's talks that Amari may want out. Yeah. You know, I know you got three left on this deal, but do they make a decision and say, "Hey, you know, all this upfront money gone"? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, do, are you worth the twenty million dollars next year? You know, how, so I mean, there's a lot of things. If the new offensive coordinator comes in here, does he look at that as a guy he wants in this system? But can you secure a new what offensive coordinator? So Kellum gone potentially, or he mm. may be your head coach. Mm. No. Nah, Steve, you know, yeah, Steven said yesterday. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't do that to Nate. Yeah, Steven said yesterday. Yeah. But, but Steven said, me. come on, now wait a second. We're yeah. not going to say Steven said yesterday that, you know, Mike Mc- any, I'm If I'm a coach or a player, anytime there's a hot seat kind of moment and there's an opportunity where I can be fired, anytime I get that overly glowing review from my bosses, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> anytime I get that over the yeah. top, Oh no, he's really, 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 yeah. really. I'm nervous because I'm like, is that just kind of keep people at bay while they figure things out in the back end, mm-hmm. or does he really believe that? But I do want to dive into this coaching situation thing. I, I, but I don't think Jerry's going to do that like he did it, Chan Gailey. I mean, he did the same thing to Chan Gailey. Right. Chan Gailey made the playoffs, won the division, had one playoff game, and that he fired him his second year. And he's not going to do that again. We hope. <laughs> that's, I think that's been one of his biggest regrets. I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that a lot. I thought that was one yeah. of his biggest regrets that he didn't hold on to. Chandler that and longer. not getting Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One A and one B, and not having me come back for my fourth season. He, that wasn't yeah. his one. All right, maybe, maybe. No, but like because we we hear a lot. 
and a lot of talk has been going on across the league. You know, Black Monday happened last week, is continuation this week as more coaches begin to get fired. And opportunities come about recently. The Vegas Vegas job, uh, well, the biggest GM job comes yeah. open. And anytime you bring in a new GM, most likely he's going to want to bring in his own coach. So Rich Basaccia. Yeah, he was interim anyway. He was so. interim anyway. So he'll, I don't know if he'll get a chance, but that, anyway. And so you're hearing all this talk about coaching, coaching, coaching. We could almost, you can almost set your watch to this. Dan Quinn will not be here next year. Right, Nate, you can look at me any way you want to look at he me. He may not be here next week. Right, exactly. He, Dan Quinn is not going to be here. Right now it's looking like Denver is hot on his trails. They meet tonight. The Denver's Sometime flying out today, tonight, yeah. tomorrow, whatever, and he, he has, has other. two interviews today. <laughs> right. He has two today. He has four this week. Can we move on? Right, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> so let's, let's set our watches to Dan Quinn will not be here unless, unless he's your new head coach. Right. Wow. And, wow. and and I know right now we, we live in this overall, we live in this instant society, right? It's fire the coach, get the new guy, and everybody has their pick. And this is not Jesse defending Mike McCarthy. But let's just take a step back and look at this thing here. If we fire Mike McCarthy, what direction are we going in? Because this is true. This is truly his first season. I don't even count last year in the COVID year, off season. Dak breaks his ankle. You don't. You, that year to me didn't happen, as far as coaching wise. Yeah, he couldn't establish really. you could, anything. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches struggled with that type of teaching and learning and all that kind of stuff. So in his first true season. He takes your team to 12 and 5. They win the division. They make it to the playoffs, yet, first round exit. And maybe you're saying, hey, we really want to keep Dan Quinn. And the only way we're going to keep Dan Quinn is if we make him head coach. There are going to be coaching issues and problems with whoever you bring in here. We've watched all across the league. There are coaches, good ones, who had clock management issues. And we don't know all that goes upstairs as far as meetings and all this kind of stuff. But like you said, he's the CEO of all of this. This group has been the most cohesive group that I've seen in a long time. You talked about people sending the bill and been in 30 years and said the same thing. That's partly due to him. That's partly due to the culture he's built in this locker room, in this facility. And let's not forget, Dan Quinn... While he's the hot name right now, and he took this he took this defense from ish to sugar and made it look a little better this year. I mean, didn't have to do much. When you when you're historically bad one year, you ain't gotta do much to bring it up yeah. the next year. But Dan Quinn, because we always say, well, why didn't why didn't so and so get in the headset and tell Kellen Moore or tell Foster no, 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 not to do that? Dan Quinn didn't tell Kyle Shanahan to run a football in the Super Bowl that they lost. He came up, he came up small in that game as well as the head coach. Dan Quinn at one point in time had a top five quarterback. Matt Ryan in Dan Quinn's time was a top five to seven quarterback in the league. Outside of getting to the Super Bowl, he didn't do pretty, pretty mm-hmm. a lot. So just kind of understand when you're talking about let's hire a new coach, let's bring a new guy in here. 
under when you upset that apple cart, understand that there's going to be like Dan Quinn will come with his own set of issues. Yeah. While he may rah rah the guys and guys may play for him, he'll have his set. He'll have a thing we look on and we'll go. You know what? Maybe he's too defensive minded. Maybe he's not focused enough on the offense. We want to see more points score. We don't want to see muck it up games. We don't want to see low scoring games. Whatever it may be. And I'm not saying this, again, to defend Mike McCarthy or to crap on Dan Quinn. Just know whatever coach we bring in here is going to have their own set of issues. Mm -hmm. So we have to just decide on what are we willing to deal with. And the thing that we're willing to deal with is the pro side of that going to get us any further than what we've been since Nate Newton was roaming the sidelines? Because up to this point, it has not. It has not. And we've had some of even Dan Quinn's disciples. We had Chris Richard here. We had other people here. Who who now comes under him? Because he he's not going to be able to have that attention to detail that he had now being the head coach. He ain't going to be able to turn his hat backwards and get down with the defensive linemen and do those technique things that he did when you're the head coach. Because you got 63 guys, 60-something guys to now worry about instead of just the guys in your unit. So we have to just make sure when we're, when we're asking and begging for new coaches to come in here, the system will change, the attitude will change. I'm sure we all sit back and we, you know, those coaches sit in that meeting and, and the guy who's the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator, look at the head coach and say, I would do that better or I would do this different. And the position guy look at the coordinators and say, if I was the coordinator, I would do that different. And the assistants of the, uh, the coaches look at those guys and say, if I was the receiver coach or the DB coach, I would do that better and so on and so forth. So we just have to just make sure that when we're looking at this whole coaching thing, that we're really taking account Jesse, into stop, stop, to all of this. Stop, Jesse. Stop. <laughs> You're painting a hell of a picture. But the bottom line is all the offensive coordinator got to do, and I'm talking about the head coach, is be a little bit more involved in the offense but and how, things but, would be all right. But, Nate, you know the structure here. You know the structure here. You're saying be a little bit more involved in and how. And running the ball. We had one issue in this game. As an offensive lineman, well, then let him let him let him call the plays. <laughs> let him call the plays. You think? Don't 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 tell me that you I, think? I you know, don't tell me I'm the head coach and my specialty is calling offense. And all of a sudden now I got to cow down, uh, cow, cow well, down now. I don't think he down. He he thought he was making a, a hell of a decision when he left the the guy. Kellum as the offensive coordinator to call the the only problem we had. I'm looking at this game. It's ten zip. With the five power we have offensively, and it's only ten zip in the first quarter. The game is not out of hand. The game is not lost. You your 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 offensive line is struggling because you have let these guys say. You know what? Just, just stop one more run, and they will pass the ball. And you just let these dudes just like piranhas eat up our offensive line. Our offensive line is not as bad as as this game portrayed it to be. It cannot be this bad. It but is. You did not. No, nah, but you didn't get them in the help because now. How would when, you have helped when, him? Traps. The, the kid, the left guard, can get out and pull the. The center can get out and pull. The guard, right guard is everything. He can do it all. But you only got one true mauler, and that is your right guard. 
You you got to do something. Your tight ends got to come down on guys, chop blocks, quick whams. You got to do something. Nate, you watched that game, that offensive line. Tyron was bad. Ty- yes, he Tyron was. Tyron was bad. Well, help him. Connor well, Williams was bad. Well, well, let him go forward. Biotis was bad. Well, let him go forward. What I'm saying well, is, let it, him go it, forward. is that like, they how do you lost the game. How do they, you they fix all it. of that? By a, be, by, a, by a better blocking scheme, by your your offensive coordinator calling Then let's something. fire Joe Philbin. You know. Let's fire him too. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying you you can do things during a game, make some type of adjustment, so it's not every time I got to catch a guy coming in my chest. Well, I got a guy. You, you got Eric Armstead. You got Bozer. You got number 90. Bozer only played a half. By then, the, da- the damage was done. They only had one sack by when he was the in da- there. He, had, then, he had the one sack in the first by half. Then, then they had four sacks in the second half. Up. It's called setting it up. It's called salt. It's called siphoning up. If you get a, 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 a tough steak, a grade B or a grade C steak, and you put some seasoning salt on it, and you keep beating it, and you keep beating it, eventually it's going to get soft. That's what happened here. We just kept we just kept passing and kept passing until eventually it got soft. And all of a sudden, our quarterback, he dropping back, or he's standing back there in the shotgun. By the time he look up to look at the reads to see if his pre-reads was correct, they're all over him. How do you slow that down? You just keep passing? You just keep passing. And you just keep passing. And you just keep pa- No, you don't do it like that, brother. You got to go in the house and look at him, man. Drop your what's between your legs. We gonna get out. We ain't number down by seven points. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, let's take our first break. When we come, come back, on, man. phone calls. We want to hear. You can get all the phone calls you think. want. If they ain't coming with the right stuff, then me and my will cut them off in twenty seconds. Oh, Nate's yeah, giving you yeah. twenty seconds today. Better come with the right yeah, stuff, man. For real. On hanging with the boys. Our defense played good enough to win. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. 
proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your package today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fans. Funny how these live reads change (laughs) as soon as the season's over. They're the same all week. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack exclusive benefits and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and to join today. And, Chris, who we got on the phone? We have Tony in New Jersey. Tony! Got my jersey hat on today. Represent. Like Tony? Hello? Hey. What's up, guys? How are you? Um, I'm good, man. I was just uh, – I don't have any, like, any uh, football language – to talk about it, I'm just calling just to express how I was feeling about the game. So Nate, don't kill me. But nah, um, I'm just a little disappointed with how everything went on Sunday and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, I'm feeling a little better with the Arizona loss because I was hoping that we would end up seeing them in the playoffs. But to be honest with you, I felt good about us playing the 49ers. That whole that uh, from the moment we found out up until game day, like that, and it was just uh. I gotta echo what you guys have been saying. Um, it's just like penalties, man. Like I think that's what killed what what kill. I know that's what kills us the most. And it's like you know, I was waiting for Dak to have. I'm a big Dak supporter, and I was waiting for Dak to have like that ass catcher moment where he turns his hat backwards, and you know, it's over from there and stuff like that. But we didn't really quite get that. And I mean, I felt like they did the best that they could. But you know, I think one of my main concerns have been like. There you go. There you go. I gave, I gave him a little bit. Long. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. You did. No, you did. You I'm did. I'm sorry, Tony. Nah, sorry. But 30 seconds is like. 30 yeah, that's like, about how our game went. We just waited for it to happen. <laughs> waited for it to happen. Wait, and then all Season. of a sudden, the game was over. Season was like that. Wait for it to happen. Wait for it to happen. Brother, that's my bad. I'm sorry. This, this is the, don't be sorry. You they know the deal. The reason why, and I we still and love I, you, Tony. And I, and I told Shannon this all year long. We on cross talk. I said this team is a good team. They beat every little bad team. They slaughtered them. But whenever we face the good teams, you know, we automatically get this thing. We're not going to be able to run the ball, so we're just going to let Dak win the game for us. But you know what? Let's exclude Amari from this equation, and let's make sure we get everybody off and going. And this is what it's been all year. This is what it's been all year long. Did we did we eat the cheese on this some drink the Kool-Aid? I know I did cuz I mean you look back I mean they were 6 and 0 against the NFC East which sucks against everybody else they were 6 and 5. I mean they were they didn't have any signature wins like you said. They they blew out, you know, 50 points on you know, Eagles B team mm-hmm. and then get whipped by Arizona. I mean maybe we got fooled but maybe they're not as good as we thought. They they are a good team, Kurt. They just a good team and 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 we're going to have to find a way to take advantage of what little bit of offensive line we have. You're going to have to find somebody in the third or fourth round. Uh, we're going to find a, we're gonna have to find a blocking tight end, fellas. We're going to have to find. Let me ask you a question. Do those exist anymore? Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. 
Like our go go to our they breed them, bro. They they come out of their moms blocking tight end, <laughs> blocking tight end. <laughs> I'm that, telling you, and that where Kittle came. Uh, from? Yeah, they yeah. come out of their moms like that, bro. Don't don't, don't this, this this high powered offense. The main thing that makes it tick, you took its heart. And that was the offensive line. The main thing that makes it tick. There's no passes to nobody if your quarterback, your quarterback dropped back one time and turned around and he was awestruck like a deer sitting in front of an 18-wheeler. Where do I go from here? You can't go anywhere because we covered you from every side. But I, I watched Tom Brady on Saturday, the Saturday or Sunday morning. He lost his two, he lost his center, and he lost his right tackle. And they still went on and blew him out. Lost a key receiver during the season. I, I, I saw it, man. I'm, I'm looking at Tom every – but Tom, like, you know what? He's been there. He's done that. And his offensive coordinator, they don't sit over there and say, let's go empty. And if they do say, let's go empty, I got, I got passes that I'm going to cut you like a razor blade. I'm going to cut you a thousand times. And at the end of the game, you're going to be no bled out, and then I'm going to take you over the top. We don't have that in this offense. Mm. Where do we have that in the offense where we're going to cut you a thousand times? So why, well, so why aren't we talking more about cu- firing the offensive coordinator than we are firing the head coach? I, I, you never heard me say fire McCarthy. I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I'm not yeah. talking to no. you. Okay. And, you know, I'm yeah. talking to you, but I'm yeah. not talking to, to you. Yeah, you're talking um, over me. Okay, I understand. No. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> through That's you. That's hard to do. He's talking yeah. through, fat man. He's talking yeah. through you. Yeah. 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 So they, but why is it always fire Mike McCarthy? Mike has to go. When everything that we're talking about here is you gave the keys to a Ferrari to a guy who to an inexperienced driver. And you're hoping and wishing that he finds his way in in the middle of the Autobahn. Mm-hmm. Why not fire Kellen Moore? Why not why not why aren't we screaming, let's look for a new offensive coordinator? And that's gonna be the case. I only have one problem. I only have one problem, and I don't change off my problems. Find a way to keep Dan Quinn. That so ain't he, happening, Nate. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's no way. He the only the only way that play. happens is you fire your head coach yeah. and you appoint him the head coach. He got he got six jobs available for him. Before ain't none, of, ain't none of them got quarterbacks. Ain't but one of them got a quarterback coach. Quinn, don't do that. You know better than that. <laughs> they ain't number one of them. And that's in Jacksonville. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed. The only place that I can see him going is. Denver does Denver have sure. a quarterback? Well, he's got a relationship with the GM there. Why? Why that would goes way back. why would he stay? I mean, he just because I don't because I don't know. I've 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 heard that people that have talked to him, he doesn't sound like he wants to be a head coach right now at this time. Then why do the interviews? He's selling, the he's selling high now. He's, his stock is as high he's as high you know what? Be. If you here's the way I look at it: if you get offered an interview. I think no matter what walk of life you're in, you should take the interview just to see what's out there. No sure. matter how happy you are. See what, what's out there because you again, never know. He's the right? hottest guy out there. His stock couldn't be higher than right now. He, he, 100%. he can be a head coach. But you know what? What if, you, if you're not ready to do that, if you're in a good place? Like, look at Will McClay. His stock's not going to get much higher than what it is. But Will, his bank account got higher. Yeah, his bank account got a lot Right. Higher. It may, maybe they do that with Dan here. But I'm just saying there's certain people that – being in the spotlight and having a head coaching job or doing certain things, that's not that important to them at those moments in their life. And and I'm not saying he's, right. I'm not saying he's not going. Like, yeah. you know, good point. Why is he going on all these interviews? 
if you if you're happy, you just say, "Nope, I'm good. I'm staying here." But I, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't completely surprise me if he does stay. And if he goes somewhere, I think he goes to to Denver. And but like you said, Nate, there's not a lot of good quarterbacks. So out the there. 49ers, man for man, they defense versus offense, man for man. Evidently, they were better than us. No, we it's not evidently. Them. We we, it's we true. misjudged them. We misjudged them by a whole lot. No, 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 Nate. We didn't misjudge them. We did. I didn't misjudge them. Well, I think we all said exactly what they needed to do on this show. We, we didn't. All, we, we didn't misjudge them. We called. Ex, we called them exactly who they were. Exactly who they were was who showed up on Sunday. Debo Samuel's. We talked about him, didn't he? Hundred yards total offense and a touchdown. He showed up. We talked about Bosa, didn't we? He showed up. We talked about Eric, Eric Armstead, right? He showed up. We talked about the running game, right? That showed up. We talked about Trent Williams. Nothing, Fred Warner. Nothing that we talked about didn't show up. There was nothing out of the ordinary. There was like, oh, my God, who is this guy that had a 100-yard receiving that we never heard before? He was off a reality TV show. right? We never heard. That wasn't the case. Jimmy G didn't do anything outside of what we thought so Jimmy you, G was so going to do. So we was on, I was, I, once again, I was on the wrong show. Instead of the survival, I was on butt naked and afraid, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's take another call before we go to break. Who we got, Chris? Wow. We got Anthony in Miami. Hey, Anthony. What's up, my dudes? What's up, fellas? How you What's feeling? I, I feel real good. And Jesse, let me tell you something. You know I love all y'all. Y'all make points every week, everybody. Jesse, you just made a great point. All you. Kellen Moore has been my problem and my thorn in my side. And I can tell you this. Give me give me eight more seconds on my third. I'm going to tell you why. If a genie in a bottle told Kellen, you can win 80% of your games, but you must run the ball 30 times or plus. You can't throw it over 30. So if you get to your 30 throwing, you got to add that to your runs, right? Kellen will not take it. He's already told him you're going to win 80% of your games. He will not do it. He will not focus on the run. He will not do um, blocking schemes or anything that allows us to run when we know the record shows that we have to run the ball to win. And that's the problem. He does it late in the game. He throws the ball. He doesn't run it. That's a major issue, man, and that's my problem. I don't want that to do that. Other than that, that kills fault with him, man. See ya. Thanks for the call, Anthony. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, more phone calls. Hang on with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. 
It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. I don't know how to read this because it's the last. It's the last daily show, but I don't really feel like. I'm just gonna read it. You read it, Kurt. Read <laughs> the second one. Read the second one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Is that how you do it? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Your favorite WWE stars return to AT&T Stadium <laughs> for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd. Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Thank you, Kurt. When you wrestle. Wrestle. No, it's wrestling. When you're from the South, wrestling. You cannot wrestle unless you touch somebody. You cannot wrestle unless you put your hands on somebody. You cannot wrestle unless you grab somebody. What is the proper way to say that? Wrestling. No. That's what the Cowboys did. (laughs) They needed to wrestle. They needed to wrestle. They needed to put the A in there instead of the E. Yeah. Yeah. They need need to do something besides what is the proper word? Wrestling. Yeah. They did. That's what they did. We had an interesting Twitter question. Do you think the Cowboys play not to win, but to or not to win, but to not lose? They don't play to win. They play to not lose. Normally, you know, most years I think that. This year I just think I think they just couldn't get it going. Mm. For, and that is insane. With the tools yeah. you had, it's almost yeah. like if it's possible to have too much talent, this team I think had too much talent. Because I think you had too – like look at the 49ers. You know what they are on offense. George Sam. Kittle, offensive line, and Debo Samuel. And, That's and, it. And Mitchell. That's it. And they're getting the ball. They are getting the ball. We have Amari. We have CD. We have Gallup. We have Cedric. We have Tony Pollard. We have Dak. We and have only two Zeke. guys. But that is – Only only two guys should, should have been getting the ball. But you had no identity because from game to game it's like – who do we? Who? How, where do we go? How do we get started? But and then by the, the time you figure it out, that's a kid in a candy shop. <laughs> when I turn on the film and I can go, oh my god, I can attack this any way I want. Right? To. It sounds so easy, and I Holy think that's moly, the, that's yeah. the frustrating part. Is like you have all this talent, and then you couldn't get it going. But then when you got it going, it was like, all right, here we go. But, see, that's, like, but see, that's what I'm trying to tell you: Jerry Rice, John Taylor, uh, Roger Craig. Uh, What's the big tight end? Nice tight end they had. They had a nice tight end. Not John. Um, but under, and I'll make it simple for you. I'll make it simple for you. Dwight Clark. Dwight, Dwight Clark. Clark. Yeah. You had beast, but you know what? One of the greatest head coaches in the world still went to his offensive coordinator and said, "Jerry, <laughs> Roger Craig, and the tight end." Now, if we get to John and we get to this other guy, great. You have to find out who are your horses. 
And it's kind of easy when you say, I'm giving him $20 million, I'm giving him 15 and I'm giving this other guy this. Now, the other guy was Blake Jarwin who got hurt. So that fell on number 86. Everybody else, you just get in line and we'll find you when we find you. Yeah. You don't do that, man. We've wasted a lot of money on Amari, on Zeke, and I – and that's now. why I am screaming from the top of my lungs. Why is nobody talking about Kellen Moore being fired? When you have an embarrassment of riches, do you do you know what Sean Payton would have done to have this kind of roster? Yeah. This, you know what Bill Belichick would have done to have this kind of roster? How much of that is Dak, though? I mean, like this last game, that's, that's you know, the question Cedric, Cedric Wilson's targeted 10 times and CeeDee Lamb five. I'm calling plays and I'm telling them, we're going to Amari. <laughs> yeah. unless, like, I'm calling specific unless plays. Unless I'm missing it, unless Amari is not as good as I think, unless CeeDee Lamb ain't what we saw in training camp, even though we never saw, because every day he dominated. I mean, every day he took over training camp. Am I wrong? I, I'm still. Shannon? No, every day yeah. he took over. We training. called you. We called yeah, you during he, every that time. Every day he took over training camp. Where was he playing at? He was playing outside, though. I'm I'm still standing on that fence. As good as CD Lamb is, he's playing out of position. He's not a slot receiver. So put number I've been one in there. Saying that all year put long. Put number one down in there. I've been saying it all year long. Seventeen. He's Either not a slot Either, receiver. <laughs> he's not a slot receiver yet. There is nuances and and, and and understanding that you have to have in order to be a true, truly good slot receiver. He's not that. He's an outside guy. He's an explosive guy. He can play some slot. He can play some slot, but he's not a slot receiver. All right, let's take another call. Chris, who we got? Uh, we've got... Sorry. Been so long, Ir- he forgot. Irwin in Denver. Irwin, what's up, man? Home, hey, the new home that? of Dan Quinn, <laughs> oh, stop Denver, it. Colorado. That's right. I hate it up here because we got the damn Broncos here. But anyway, uh, but you got weed. <laughs> yeah, I, I would Nate Newton a hundred percent. I think this slowly falls on the shoulders of McCarthy. He does not uh, coach these guys as far as penalties go. How do our, how does our team lead the league in penalties? That's a coaching issue. And the other thing I want to say. If Zeke was hurt, and he obviously was, because now it comes out he had that PCL tear, why wasn't Pollard in the lineup 100%? That's a coaching decision. And as far as Jesse goes, I'm with you also. I think okay. Kellamore needs to go. He reminds me of Chip Kelly. He's just all about the big play. We need to get back to physical run play like Nate Newton when he was on that damn line. I'm going to come down and roll one with you, dog. I <laughs> see. <laughs> wow. There's your cow bite for the day. There it is. Uh, hey, not- man. You know what? I gave up them days, man. But they You're welcome, fun. Dougie they Fresh. Were, they were fun when it was there. <laughs> wow. Uh, who illegal. It's illegal. Who we got now, Chris? Not in Colorado. We but in Texas. James in North Carolina. <laughs> James, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, football is one in the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line. It's one thing to be NFC East tough. It's another thing to be playoff football tough. Mm. 49ers did what we all knew they were going to do. They took the ball, shoved it right down our throat, 
very beginning of the game. Cowboys get the ball, chance to respond, first play. They run right through our O-line. Zeke's on his butt three yards in the backfield. Bam. It didn't stop until the fourth quarter. He is oh, – he is – What was that? Don't let him back on. But, no, sorry. he was – Sorry about that. No, he was – he's right. He's right. Yeah. He's right. He's right. But still and, – and that's why I was – when they deferred the football, a part of me was oh. like, Ooh. we lost. Like a, a part of me said, it's over. It's over. I couldn't believe it. Won the, to- won the toss and I was just like, oh, okay. I said, it's, I said this game is over. Why in the world would you not want to come out and set the tone? Do you think that was them trying to say, "I we think our defense can stop your offense, so we're going to yeah, put it out there"? I think that's why. Plus, they were trying. You know, the the analytics say you should probably defer. Yeah, but but they, analy- sense, analytics ain't watched this you... team all year. <laughs> oh man, uh, you know, you know what, man? If why would I want to give the why would I want to give the bully? An opportunity to, to swing bully first. Me. Yeah. Because you want to bully them on defense. That was the hope. But we don't. That's not our style. Yeah. I style defensively. This this is why. Get this, a lead and get sacks. This, that's right. Yeah. This is why this matchup was so difficult for, for us. Because what we want to do defensively is when we have some, we, we might have some smash mouth people on defense. We are not a smash mouth defense. Hmm. We are a run, get to the quarterback, sack, make you make bad decisions, opportunistic on the back end. That's why you have so many turnovers in that situation. Our best chance of being the bully was to get the ball and attack them in their weaknesses, which was their secondary. And we gave the bully the first punch. Their their team... And not defensive-minded. Their team is we want to run the ball physically, and we feed off that. And and we literally just said, we're going to drop our hands to the side, we're going to prop our chin up like this, and we're going to allow the bully to take the first swing. We lost in the first quarter. That game was lost in the first quarter. We were bullied in the first quarter we said, all man. the way down the football field, and we never recovered. We, sat, we were sitting in the stadium. You know, stand back, church. Oh, yeah, did the pregame at the stadium. This yeah, week, so we sitting up, and so we finally get up into the stadium. We're watching the game, and I watched what Jesse is talking about. And Jesse, we must have was thinking the same thing because I looked over at stand back. I said, this game over, dog. <laughs> at looked, the coin flip? <laughs> no, I'm talking about when they scored that first oh, yeah, seven. Yeah. I said, this game over. He said, no, the Cowboys just got to get their feet wet. I said, by the time they dry them off, this game will be over. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me, man. I text my wife. I said, babe, this game over. How would you do that? How would you? We, we, knew, we knew when they got off the plane, we had to have a retaining wall up in front of our goal line. Because we didn't want we we wanted them not to be able to run that ball, mm-hmm. and we gave them right what they wanted. They probably over there. They coach probably over there running up and down the sideline. They gave us what we wanted. Game over. Yeah, <laughs> we won the toss. Yeah. They actually won it, but yeah. we won it. Yeah. And so, why would you do that? Don't know. Chris, let's do one more before we get out of here. Who we got? I got Mike in Newton, Iowa. Hold on, before Mike come on. 
Hey, Not, okay. Here's, here's the thing: is what? Hold on, Mike. Hold on. No, no, Mike. no. Go ahead on. Eat some getting to Jesse. Go ahead on, Mike. Go ahead on. Eat yeah, some getting to Jesse. Why Jesse, why can't we get a guy, a, a Dan Quinn Lee? Why can't we see about getting George Edwards, an assistant defensive coordinator, and bringing back Rob Marnelli, that who's a often a defensive line coach? He they be make a good combination. And another thing is, Jerry Jones made an interview at Mike Shanahan one time, and he let him slip away. Someone that went to the Super Bowl, why would you let someone slip away like that? That he has amnesia? And, and Nate, I'm, 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 I'm with you for 100%. We need to bring the Great Wall of Dallas back, man. That's for you guys. I'll hang up and listen. But, man, I tell you, we need to get Mike Shanahan back here for an interview. Bye and goodbye. All right, bye. That might be tough. I've never heard of that one before. I haven't heard Shanahan in, was mm. it in the running there. I don't know. All I know, my friend. Is you just can't let somebody, you can't give them that opportunity, man. You just cannot give them that opportunity to come up and hit us in our mouth, man. Hmm. Mike was fired up, wasn't he? Good. We should have got yeah. him on the, the first call of the show. <laughs> Change the energy way, on Mike the show. Mike Shanahan, last coaching job, 2013. I don't think he's coming back, guys. Yeah. yeah. Do he's wanna... having fun watching his son. Chris, you want to take one more? Or no? no, that's all I got. That's all I got. Yes, yeah. that's all I got. Who's what's the phone ringing in the phone? Why are you lying to us? His wife. <laughs> we don't want to go, man. Hey, we should have got Mama Gross for this last. Another, How did your mom do this past I go week? Screenless. Go screenless. Yeah, screenless. Right, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. Last show, last regular show of the season. We need to go screenless. Well, how did your mom do? With All right, so, go ahead. Hello, caller. Who's this? This is Joe from New Jersey. What's up, Joe? You're live on the air. No screen. No screening process here. You're the last call of the season of our regular show. Take it away. Awesome. Well, first of all, Jesse, I love loving uh, the hat representing New Jersey. Always, baby. Uh, Nine oh eight. Stand up. <laughs> I miss a uh, big fan of uh, your your aunt, Miss Janet. Oh yeah. I'm big uh, big fan of her. So hi, this is Joe. Um, so I am located ten minutes from the lovely Giant Stadium. You got fifteen Being more a seconds. Dallas Cowboys fan, it's so hard to support this team because year after year they think. We think that they have that we're finally there, and they suck us in, and they bring us back to reality of suffering. <laughs> Kellen Moore has got to go. How do you not use Pollard? I thought Pollard was injured the entire game because we didn't see him on the field at all. So can you guys give me some hope? Nate, can you give me some hope for next year? You know what? That's all a right, great bye. way to end this show. Kurt, yeah. let's go around the horn. Give the fans some hope since we destroyed their hopes and dreams Monday and yes and today. Give us one bit of hope that they can hold on to to keep. They can going. build around Micah Parsons on that defense. That's a good one, Nate. You got to find a way to run the football. If we run the football, we'll be back in this position again because the East, ain't, the NFC East, is not going to catch up that quick. But if we can get here, man, and get a running game that will not go away and be persistent, we will be back here again. Jesse, I have no hope. <laughs> That's why fans hate you. That's why they hate you, Jesse. I have no hope. That's why they hate you. Uh, he, he's thinking about that defense. I'm, 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 I'm done believing. That next year is the year. They just let you down too many times. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'll We're, be here. One of our listeners, like, it's like the old Greek mythology where the guy rolls the rock up to the top of the hill and then 
It, falls it rolls back, back, back on. It rolls over. On. You do it every year. It's the same thing. I, I, I got I, hopes up. And it rolls I have back. no hope. Chris, do you have any hope? <laughs> sure, leave it Anything for the fans? <laughs> I always got hope. I'll, I'll Man, be that boulder coming down. I'll, I'll, I'll be sitting in the same seat all off season, so listen to all the shows. I don't. I don't think we'll that. Hel- I don't think that helps the fans. Give give them a point of hope, Chris. Man, um, you with Jesse, aren't you? Man, I, I I don't see this whole coaching staff coming back. Is that the hope? <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Jesus. Thank you, Chris. There's, a lot of There's no hope. Ah. Changes oh, every man. year, and I think oh. I think if Dan Quinn comes, you're gonna find. I mean, you'll find the next defensive genius to come through here. I mean, there's guys out there, and then they'll I mean, be gone in a year. Hey, you know. Thanks to Parson playing well. All right, yeah. Kurt. Yes, sir. Been a hell of a year. It has. Enjoyed what, it. What, what's your hope? Enjoyed it. My hope. I'm struggling going to, to Mexico. find it. I'm struggling to find it, but I think, I think and my, that's why they hate you. My, no, yeah, because I'm so damn wishy-washy. But I mean, that's this team makes me wishy-washy, man. My, I think my hope is if you hold on to the right guys, that's going to be the interesting thing. You got all these free agents. If you hold on to the right guys, I think you still have a good nucleus, and you, I think you're you, you're moving in the right direction with chemistry. I still like Coach McCarthy. I think the stuff that he did off the field and behind the scenes with this group of guys, like I, I don't want to see him go. I want to see him be here for another year. And I think that's that's my hope is he got him moving in the right direction. I think you just got to fix some things. And I think you can get there. I, I don't know if next year's the year, but hope so because I'm tired of saying hopefully next year's the year. Yeah. So, Jesse, a lot of years. hell of a year. Enjoyed Thank it. You, we'll be back yes, on Monday. Sir. Nate. Been a good run, man. We got no crosstalk, right? No crosstalk, no Cowboys hour. This is it. We'll be on Mondays at 11 o'clock going forward once a week. We've enjoyed it. Thanks for going on this. This was a hell of a ride this year. It started back in training camp, and it'll start again this training camp. It was better than I thought, so I'm good. There you go. I think they beat everybody except me. I got it exactly right. I'm the only one that nailed it. They played like my record. Fair enough. We will be Only back in the playoffs. Monday at 11. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all are the Where best it counts uh, the most. Best fans out <laughs> there. You. Y'all support us like no other show gets support. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. And thanks Thank for uh, yes. sticking around with us. So Thank you. We'll be back Monday, 11 o'clock. This has been Hanging with the Boys. Wow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!